0: Hello and welcome to our second ever episode of the Melbourne Vixens podcast. Clint Stanaway, you're back for a second week.
1: Hey Bianca, yeah, I'm back. I decided I'd grace you with my presence again. Oh good. You cool with that?
0: Yeah, because we need Mr Netball here. (laughs) I need you here by my side to help me host this show. But we have, we put it out there to all the fans. Have we got a name? I think we have a name. What? I think we're going to go with... Here if you need. <laughs> I
1: don't mind it, it is in H E A R Ah yes. Oh, clever.
0: Now the reason I like this and oh. thanks for the suggestion to whoever sent it through is because I found myself on the transverse line as a goal defense when the ball was in the attack end pleading with the attackers to come <laughs> back and give me a ball because I wanted to be part of it. And I would say, I'm here if you need. And I actually said it. Can you believe I that? I thought it
1: was more of a mixed netball thing because I, <laughs> I heard a lot on the mixed netball court Did when you? I used to play way back when. But um, well, here I, if you need, what a great name for the podcast.
0: I think I love it. A, and
1: a special mention. Yeah, honorable mention. Honorable to mention. Vinc- Vixen's chatterway,
0: chatterway, Which
1: I thought was very, very creative.
0: Very clever. Do you get that? I like that. It's the amalgamation. Of well,
1: two before I bring you in, I should introduce you.
0: <laughs> we do have Melbourne Vixens and Australian Diamond, Joe Weston, joining us this week. Welcome, Joey. Hello, thank you for hey having jo. me. Hi. Now, I think I'm going to have to let you two talk about something that was on last night that you kept banging on about off-air, and I am not a Game of Thrones fan. I've never seen an episode, but... Well, we are. You two, get it out of the way. How was it last night? You can excuse yourself now. Man.
1: Yeah, I'm out of here. It was thrilling. Was it not?
2: It was probably one of the best episodes. I actually hadn't seen episode two that uh-huh. apparently I didn't miss that much no, last week.
1: You haven't missed, uh, basically this whole season so far has been pretty lame until last night. It was amazing. I, I was actually watching by myself, which is a bit sad in itself, but I was looking for someone to high five at the end because it was just so epic.
2: Oh, and girl power as well. Like, oh. They've really done well in that feminist stands. Do you know what I find very annoying in terms of spoilers is Steve Hawkins, who's one of our Vixens physio. Mm. He doesn't have Foxtel, which is like, fair enough. It's expensive. But he says he's just going to wait to the end of the season and then buy the DVD and watch it all of once so I was like, you can't expect us to not talk about it for another no. month. No. It's like, you're just going to have to cop some spoilers. As in
1: the entire... Final season or the, the, the final? No, the, the final every, Everything. Okay, right. Yeah. But I saw That's people annoying. on
0: Twitter yesterday who were all like, make sure you mute all the hashtags so you don't mm. see what's going on until you've seen I'm like, calm down, everybody. But people are obsessed by this show. It is. It's, it's
2: building towards something. I'm curious as to where it's going. And I think everyone's got their own theories as to who they think
0: will right. end up. Okay, yeah, enough sorry. about that. It's really like this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> isn't it? It's thrilling. It's building to a crescendo. <laughs> All right, Joe, we've got to talk about the game on the weekend. Yes. That first quarter, were you worried? Was it our finest effort? I think we were 8 1 down. And I was looking at Kate, like, you got to. Any time you just want to call something. a timeout. Like, you want to call a timeout? I'll call a timeout. I'll fake yeah. an injury, you know? Oh, so you fake injuries, do you? Oh, did you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: cuff, cuff. Yeah. No,
0: my, my fingers just sprain really easily, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. Same.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they
0: absolutely do. But when in that first quarter, when you did eventually call a timeout, who did mm. call that? I think it was Kate. Kate. And After you went over staring. to the bench. What did Simone say to you?
2: Oh, I think we were all a little bit just shell-shocked initially, cause we were down by seven goals within about five minutes. Uh, and we'd had a few errors across the court and then we just hadn't got any stops defensively. So everyone was like, no, I wasn't panicked I was like, mm,
1: I was a bit worried. I mean, you wait <laughs> eight months for that moment. Were there any nerves at all?
2: Um, I was a bit nervous. Yeah. I always get, um, a little bit, not uh, anxious, but excited, I guess, to play against like Ronaldo and Gretel cause they are a pretty, uh, dynamic duo. in the shooting unusual. Circle.
1: It'd be unusual not to get nervous. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. nerves are good, mm-hmm. but in that instance, <laughs> you're just a tad rattled. <laughs> That's it. Just shake it. <laughs> but we all know, don't we? The first
0: game of the season is usually all over the place. Oh. And as players, you expect it to be all over yeah. the place. You expect balls to go out of court and you just hope that you settle quickly. But yeah, when that scoreline, I was thinking you guys might be in a little bit of trouble. But it shows to your credit how well you fought back and to have such a convincing win in the end. Yeah. And get Romelda benched. I know that's a nice effort on Emily's behalf and we did get seven points as well. So we only Mm.
2: lost the first quarter. So there's lots of positives there, but we've got a lot to work on for round two this weekend.
1: One of the big positives when you were under the pump, can Mm. I say, in the first quarter was Caitlin Thwaites. I thought she was just, the composure was sensational. She showed immense leadership and it's round one. That's what she's been brought in to do. Is that fair to say?
2: Yeah, I love seeing Katie out on court. I think obviously she had a phenomenal game. She only missed – she missed that one goal, I think it was mm, in the third quarter. Yeah. I was like, oh, there goes your 100%. It, yeah, well, oh, you know <laughs> and,
1: and we were hyping it in commentary as well. I oh, think Sue, I think Sue was uh, commentator's curse. Yeah. She was saying, 33 from 33, here she – oh. Whoops. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no. Katie, she – you obviously played against her the last couple of years and she has been in such great form. Mm. Having her as that rock-solid shooter and you know her hands are really safe, like that must feel really good. And allow Tegan, take the pressure off Tegan as well.
2: Yeah, I think even across the preseason, they probably shared the shooting load and same with Inna Marie, but it was definitely a different sort of volume that we saw on Saturday's game. But, and that makes us really dangerous as a shooting
0: circle. Now, for you and Emily down back, preparing for that game, you know Gretel loves a layup. I was talking about that last week, how I used to find that the most frustrating thing when she'd do a layup on you. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn. How do you prepare for that? Or do you worry about it? Or if it happens, it happens.
2: Yeah, I think it's kind of a much of a muchness because it's um – I'm hoping she wouldn't be doing it every single shot. No, um, But, but Romelda happens... has to
0: set her up for it, doesn't she? Like Romelda has to screen you out so that and she's got the space to do it.
2: I kept getting a little bit annoyed because Emily was giving away a penalty and then Romelda would put the ball down and let Gretel shoot. And I was like, you're giving her stats, Emily. You're giving my player stats.
0: <laughs> don't you love what we worry about on court? If I wow. did,
2: yeah, I know. That's when, you know, as a commentator, you should say, commentator, the stats don't show the whole story <laughs> because she would have shot a lot of balls from Emily's penalties. But it happens like once or twice a game. So I'm like, well... I maybe just cut my losses and not practice that much.
0: (laughs) Now we need to talk about other things other than just the game, because this is about you and getting to know you. So do you want to talk? It's about me. It's about you, Jojo. And you've got to tell us, like, what are you actually doing outside of actually playing netball at the moment? Uh, that's a good
2: question. So I'm sort of still in a little bit of a transition sort of phase. So for the last few years, I've been working part-time at Deloitte, just living the accounting dream. Just at Deloitte.
1: I know. she's. I've been to work with jo, Oh, That was fun, I? wasn't it? Wasn't it? I was a little work experience student. <laughs> what okay. did you learn? Uh, just a lot of numbers, just Ooh. bamboozling me. Uh, <laughs> I'm good with letters and words, not so good with numbers.
2: All of my friends at work. Died laughing watching that clip we shot with Channel 9 a couple yeah. of years ago because I just did a whole lot of walking. Yeah. They were like, you just walk a lot. Yeah. Strutting like, around. It was and me walking kneels. up Bourke Street and then me walking through the foyer. And with then a me, folder? Yep, have a and then me <laughs> walking up some more stairs and then me walking into the lift. And they're like, so you're just getting That's your step count does. out. All I do is just walk around the office. <laughs> I just swan, you know? Great.
0: If you can get paid for that. Why wouldn't you do it?
2: Yeah, so I've, I have been doing that for the last few years, but I actually resigned a couple of weeks ago just due probably to, uh, to our increased training loads yep. and trying to fit – um, everything in with our schedule and this year's a World Cup year. So um, I'm trying to put myself in the best chance for selection for that. So I'm not going to be shying away, I think, from my corporate career for too long. I'm looking at doing a little bit more study in yeah. the meantime.
0: But once the World Cup is over, then there's a couple of years where you do have an opportunity to put more time into work, don't you?
2: Yes, I've got my eye on doing a CFA, which is um, a chartered financial analyst. So it's like wow. a... whoa, that's, that's heavy. That is heavy. I'm still... <laughs> that hurts my head. <laughs> You should Straight see the, um, the notes for it. My eldest brother has done it. And yeah. I was a bit hesitant at first because I was like, oh, do you think I have the intelligence? And he obviously said no because he's my oldest brother. He was like, no. But oh.
0: I would say yes.
2: Um, but I think I should be able to handle it if I apply myself. Hey, right.
1: Bianca, she's not just good with numbers though, is she? She's good no. with words. She's very good which with ma- words. She's a bit of an all-rounder.
0: Yes, an overachiever, I like to call her.
1: Okay, so (laughs) explain to me a bit more about your word of the week because quite a few of the Vixens fans Mm. want to see it return. Is it returning?
2: Western's word of the week. Are we going to hear it again? Yeah, I know. I have my own theme song and everything, which is when you know you've made it. Um, We are hoping to bring it back for a season two. Whoa. Um, Coming soon. Can you talk, it here to us, first.
0: talk to us through the process, though? Like, are you actually Googling these words? Do you know these words but realise normal people like us have no idea about them? I think it's a, a mixture. So some of them I get from suggestions from friends. My mum
2: suggested one um, which we recorded last week, which went a bit astray. So we've, we've canned it. Oh, um,
0: astray. What does that mean? You've got to explain that. If it went astray, I'd say it went like sort of off- no, but what actually happened? Why, why can't you actually <laughs> te- shop it? I'm not going to throw
2: what happened. It was a bit of a technological fault. No, do it. <laughs> do it. You, come on. This is about But uh, it was me. Um, I'm going to throw Tommy under yeah, the go. bus. Yeah, go. Tommy but, doesn't mind. Uh, yeah, we recorded it. We had a bit of an audio issue. But in the episode, because I, I'll tell you the story, I Great. lovingly baked Emily some cupcakes for her birthday a couple of weeks ago. And then she just didn't return my Tupperware data for like a week. Oh, no. And I said, it's got to come back now. Otherwise I'm never seeing it again. It's just going to end up in the, d-. I was like, Mannix, I know you've got a big family. It's not just you by yourself. Like it'll just end <laughs> up in some sort of the Mannix family Tupperware drawer where all, you know,
1: Tupperware goes to die. Does it have your name on it?
2: It had Western on it, and she did bring it back. But the word was that um, I said that she'd purloined it, which means that you sort of steal something quite sneakily. So if I was like, I could purloin a pen from this office.
1: So it's not procuring, it's pr- purloined. purloined. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Spelt?
2: P-U-R-L-O-I-N-E-D.
1: What's your favourite word?
2: Oh, that's a tough one. I really like words um, that have sort of like French meaning. So I like like silhouette nice. or like repertoire
0: or rendez- rendezvous, oh, ro- which we butcher all the time <laughs> in, R- in a rondez rendezvous. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. <laughs> now, we know it doesn't always go to plan Western's word of the week. It often goes astray. <laughs> and we've just got a bit of audio that we'd like you to listen to. Oh. Oh, you're recording. The
2: lighting in here is never flattering. That's the lighting? How do I look? What's the light doing time. for me? The word of this week is House Ah, uh, no. <laughs> and the definition of plyometrics is exercises where you exert maximum force in short periods of time. As <laughs>
0: <laughs> So how many takes does an episode of Western's Word of the Week actually take?
2: Depends how well I know the word. So if I have just Googled it 30 seconds beforehand, it normally takes a little bit longer because I struggled to incorporate it in what would seem somewhat natural. I <laughs> that like
1: is to a say. first class stitch up. I love it. That's our first for the podcast. Yes. Well, done. I have to do that with <laughs>
0: when, uh, yeah. Bianca's yeah. left hand, not her right, yeah. because she's My still right's in. My
1: right
0: not working. <laughs> so Emily is always your sidekick or do you mix it around? Yeah, I, I, I like um, Emily. Why Emily. I don't know. I think we, we, we're we like a double act, yeah. you know? We just bounce off Sticky each other together.
2: quite well. We're like Hamish and Andy. Yeah. And I'm definitely <laughs> Hamish and she's Andy. Talk <laughs> <laughs> yourself
0: up. Wow. <laughs> Wait till we get Emily on the potty. <laughs> now, there's something else other than Game Still of like- Thrones that you two have in common. <sighs> okay. We were just sitting here before and we were watching Clint's phone because he was checking in with his puppy yes. at home on his webcam. Live and he, webcam. Live I don't webcam have that. And watches don't his you? puppy
1: at home. They're like 40 bucks. They're sensational. It's a <laughs> little see. bit, it's a little bit stalker, but <laughs> yes. it's, it's great. Now, now your, what's your puppy's name?
2: It's called, she's it. She's, <laughs> she has been desexed. She is called Billy. And I'm looking at the photo on your phone cover. Okay. Yeah. Get this for the last four years. I haven't had a photo on my phone screen, like as a mm. wallpaper. And I finally the other day I put a photo of Billy on and look.
0: Oh, so cute. That's but look at these. That's it. my
1: webcam there. So This is
0: live footage no one will be able to from Clint's house. It's a bit stalkerish. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> You're making poor. sure his puppy is okay. Anyway. How old is it now? It's it, it, it,
1: it, it, it is it, it. yeah. It, <laughs> he had his surgery a couple of weeks ago. Um, eight months old. Very cute. Pep. We should
2: organise a play date. We should happen Billy. Billy is very social. So what social. kind of dog is B- Billy? Billy is an Australian shepherd. And how long have you had her? I have had her for just over a year. I got her after um, the Commonwealth Games last year. She was meant to be more of a, like a congratulatory puppy, but she ended up being more of a commiseratory. (laughs) Commiseratory? Is there a a backstory
1: to this? Because was it your mum wasn't too fond of the idea of, You getting a puppy?
2: I told her I was getting one. That's right. Um, And she just was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And then I did get one. And she was like, why is there a puppy here? And she was (laughs) very angry. And I was like, well, I told you I was getting one. But she just probably thought I was pulling her leg the entire time. And and Billy came from Tasmania,
0: so there's like no returns. (laughs) So she had to stay. (laughs) So what happens? I mean, you're not home very often. So what happens to Billy when you're away?
1: I get Uh, this question odd as well. Oh,
0: yeah. You
2: travel even more than I do. Uh, Trish, my mother, looks after her. And I also have a few friends who um, don't have dogs of their own due to their normal nine to five jobs, which makes it kind of difficult.
0: Uh, so they also look after her. But you live at home with your mum, mm-hmm. so that's easier. It does help, yeah. But is that why you moved home? Because you yes. weren't living <laughs> with your <laughs> home and you actually moved home to have a permanent babysitter. Uh, I wouldn't tell her that. <laughs> she Let's hope she doesn't listen. listen to this. She won't listen. You're,
2: you're totally fine. They
1: are. They're, they're great, though, for, you know, de-stressing and all the rest of it. Just go for a walk, play in the park, all that sort of thing.
2: I find Billy quite stressful. Do you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: actually, Well, yeah. Actually, Pep has got into my couch my brand new couch. Oh. Decide to snack on it a little oh. bit. Delicious. Is See, that's Billy, what Billy destructive? with.
2: Who doesn't like a side of cushions oh, with exactly, their drive food?
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, she's a little bit. She likes, she's got pretty sharp teeth, but she has destroyed many a soft toy. You come out because she sleeps outside. Billy's an outside dog. Clint, okay. I don't know how you feel about that. Most people are quite precious about their pets. And I've come out a few mornings and there's, I've left soft toys out there and there's just been like this snow. of like Mm. the inside of a soft toy just all over the deck
0: so what happens if it's freezing cold though do you not bring her inside no
2: we didn't last winter she's got a pretty thick coat and she has a kennel she doesn't just like stay there in the cold
0: freezing cold freezing cold
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're guilt tripping me now aren't you
0: (laughs) oh i just feel bad we also
2: have a cat though and they don't get on very well so inside is the cat's territory and then outside is dog zone do you like the cat though
0: I like them both. They See, offer, I'm not a cat person, are you? Nor am I. No. See, no. I love both Forget animals. About I love it. all
2: animals. Oh. You know, you can't discriminate. We've got an alpaca up on our farm now. What? It's called Sooty. <laughs> Sooty? <laughs> it's a little black. And the funniest thing is, so we had they had two, and unfortunately, well, one was pregnant when they got the two, which they didn't realize, so they had a baby, and then the two older ones died um, recently. But now the small alpaca is hanging out with the sheep. And it clearly just does not know that it's an alpaca, yeah. oh, because it's just um, well, it doesn't know what it looks like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's black as well, and all of our sheep are white. It's quite comical. You see it, and you're like, oh hi, <laughs> where is your farm? Um, it's just outside of Bright in Country Victoria. Oh, so beautiful. my dad's family's from Eurobin, or as it's called by many people, Eurobid. And I was like. Yeah, it's the the trash of Europe pretty much. I'm <laughs> um, Euro trash.
1: <laughs> now you're a big footy fan as well. You yes. love going to watch the Bombers play. Uh, did you go pies? Did you go Anzac Day?
2: Uh, no, I didn't in the end. The, I've been to a couple of Bombers games this year. I went I was actually up in Sydney for round one when we got completely obliterated by the mm-hmm. Giants, mm-hmm. which was not a fun experience. And then uh, when we beat. Melbourne a couple of weeks ago and I there's nothing Oh man. there's nothing better <laughs> than being Melbourne <laughs> at the no, MCG I can't remember it just can't wave remember. of all those people with their cheese balls in the <laughs> MCC.
1: Righto. That's your episode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and we're out. <laughs> no, I do. I do like Essendon there. I do have a soft spot for the Western Bulldogs as well. I mean. Well,
0: I have seen you in a Western Bulldogs yeah, scarf.
2: Apparently that's sacrilegious. If you oh. can have a second team, but you're not allowed to wear I don't think you the wear scarf the for the team. I don't know. I always thought it's more questionable when people, I have like, I think if you want to give your loyalty away, it's fine. I think if you join a club and then you start supporting them, it's like you've been bought. I don't like that. Mm, well, you don't
0: want to be a fair weather supporter. Yeah. You only want to be your team. Yeah. So if it was
2: Bulldogs and Essendon,
0: Essendon all the way. Mm. Okay. Well, only wear your Essendon scarf. Okay. That's the enough. rules. <laughs> 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 what do you think? Do you ever get around and I don't team stray?
1: Scarf? Well, even though we're, um, Terrible at the moment. Mm-hmm. I will. I will never stray. No. Ever. Wow. Ever.
2: No, me neither. Well, that's not very fun for you, especially because Melbourne lose all the time.
1: <laughs> no. Well, thank you for reminding me again. <laughs> that, uh, how terrible we you are. You could still make finals. Wow. Well, <laughs> no, I
0: doubt it. would um, say. So. Now I've been stalking your Instagram. Oh yeah. Oh, we and love stalking. Instagrams. We love a good stalk, and I found some footage that you posted of you in a dance concert. Oh, yeah. Doing tequila? Yes. Now, if oh, you so haven't good. seen it, anyone out there, please go to Joe's Instagram account. What's your handle? Let's get you some more. Joe calls. underscore Western.
1: Or Joe. as
2: I used to say, get this right, for the first 18 years of my life, I thought the word underscore was pronounced underscroll. <laughs> oh. And, you know, I feel like, I don't know if you just like, it's like when you've read a word before and you've never sort of heard it pronounced, but I just misinterpreted it initially. The other one I didn't know how to pronounce is... Is it cayenne pepper? You know, like the spice. Oh, cayenne. cayenne I thought that was pepper. canine pepper, like
0: dog,
2: <laughs> <laughs> dog pepper, lily pepper.
0: <laughs> anyway, you put up this video. Yes. It was a long time ago. I really went deep. You're gonna have to scroll. Yeah, I'm scrolling as, I'm as frequent, we speak. I'm a frequent uploader. There she is
1: on the farm.
0: Yeah, and that. How old were you in that? I was about footage? ten. But you're quite good, Jojo. Thank you. Usually defenders were known for being probably a little bit uncoordinated. But is that where it all started for you, all your footwork? I definitely think it has
2: helped me along the way. I'm very grateful that um, I was able to sort of do both netball and other sports, and especially mm. dancing. I do think it's sort of helped me be more coordinated. And when, like, uh, young girls ask me, they're like, oh, I was like, actually, dancing's probably been the thing that's helped me in the best stead in terms of being able to coordinate my footwork. somewhat long limbs because otherwise would probably be a bit more giraffe-esque. So have I you had. been a
1: defender for life?
2: No, I started off as a mid-quarter. Did you? A as mid-quarter? A, I know, I played... You
0: are way too tall to be no, a mid No, okay, mid-quarter. so
2: I just had, like, a rapid growth spurt. So I must have played centre for the first five years of my netball life. And it's just because I want... All centres now, they just want to be a part of the action. That's the reason you play centre, right? Like yeah. You just want to be in every single second pass, you know, here, here, here.
1: Every television show. <laughs> here shot, if you need. Yeah, here if you thing. need. I'm here. Uh, <laughs>
2: and then as I progressively grew taller and taller, I moved my way back into the defensive end. And I've played all round. I've played a bit of wing defence. A bit of goalkeeper when I was even younger, but now I'm a bit too short to be a goalkeeper, which is a bit sad. Yeah,
0: it all happens for us. Now, if Ugh. you had to do any reality TV show, oh, that's
2: a good question.
0: Which one would you do?
2: It would either be the amazing or oh, Dancing with the Stars. Please, but yeah, then you that's have to be you have to be classified as a star to get on Dancing with the but Stars. But if they asked so you to do Dancing with jo the Western Stars, is? Yeah, I would. Yeah, do you know anyone at Channel Ten? Oh, you're a Channel 9. Oh, you're both Channel Channel 9 affiliates. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What?
0: (laughs) It's
1: a dirty word or dirty words. (laughs) Hey, we've got a few great fan questions for you. Um, We're going to start with Olive via Instagram. (laughs) Olive asks, how do you wind down after a win? What do you do? Oh,
2: that's a tough question. I do find it kind of hard to switch off after games. Uh, I try to maybe see my family
0: and friends if they're around. Do you Um, load up on caffeine before a game so then it's hard to come down after a game?
2: Um, I don't mind, uh, reading a little bit. Yeah. I'm a big, I like reading. So I find Post-match. that. match. Yeah. I, I read just probably chill. most evenings. So I find what it. What kind of Cause books? I'm a, I'm a 60 year old woman, <laughs> clearly. Are we talking about Game of Thrones style books? Uh, what have I read recently? Um, I just finished Bridge of Clay, which is by... Marcus Zuzak. He wrote um, The Book Thief, which was a very popular book mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. So I like <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I like I don't, I don't really like I like fiction, either historical fiction or like literature. I don't really like not I specifically dislike self help books. Mm-hmm. They're like the one or and I don't mind like biographies, but they have to be like good biographies.
1: Yeah. I'm reading Michelle Obama's. Oh, that's oh, apparently yes. it's really great. It's, sensational. Yeah,
0: I agree. I didn't read it. I always get an audio book. That's my style. I have to listen to it. Who reads it though? Is it Michelle Obama? Yeah, it's Michelle. It's It's like like you're having Michelle in your car with you. (laughs) That's why I love it so much. She's actually reading it to me. (laughs) What other questions?
1: Just just as an extension of that, match day, do you have any sort of superstitions, Mm. rituals? uh, Do you do anything pre-match that's a little unusual?
2: What do you eat before a game? What do I eat before a game? Uh, I'm pretty basic. I like Toast with (laughs) eggs on it and avocado. (laughs) Yep, I like coffee. I don't mind a smoothie as well. I definitely do like to eat a lot before a game. I'm not one of those people who's like, nah, I'll just have like... One piece of raisin toast and that'll do the other. Yeah, like no G- all the food. G- she G- mentor
0: when she used to play for the Vixens. She would not eat at all before a game. Really? She would just sip on Powerade and that's it. She liked to have an empty stomach. And I'm like, how mm-hmm. do you get through and play so well? Imagine how hungry you
1: are post-match.
0: Oh, just absolutely. It's
2: Emily Dine does that out. as well. Maybe it's like a goalkeeper thing that like they've only got one third. So well, they just don't right. need to I fill mean, up that, that much. <laughs> we, so we run so much it. more. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what else do I like to do before game? What time a game? do
0: you get to the... Because this is always a thing, you get about a two hour window as to when you can get to the game. Mm. And a lot of players are like right there, like a Kate Maloney would be right there two hours before the game, sitting around. She's got to get everything done before everybody else. Yep. Where do you sit? What time would you arrive? Believe it or not, I'm somewhat nonchalant with my arrival time, which is uh, interesting, probably given
2: my personality. Yeah. Um, but I do, I'm probably in the middle. I'm not too late, not too early, yep. just on
0: time, you know? Do you get a coffee on your way to the game? Walk in there with your coffee.
2: Uh, no, I normally get. Um, if we're playing at a Mid Arvo, I normally go for a walk with Billy in the morning and get a coffee then. And then I'll probably make my second coffee at home because I don't really want to be going into the coffee store in like full kit. Oh, and I being used to like, it look all at me. Time. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Free coffee
0: though. No, <laughs> I was not expecting free coffee. I was just on the way of the game. I'd get out in my tracksuit. When I arrived
1: at the weekend, I, we were there before the players, which didn't make any sense whatsoever. I mean, I know, it, take, I know it takes <laughs> three I know, hours later. I know the makeup does take a while for me, but it was ridiculous. Look, yeah, I, so I, I was early. there, and a few of the girls said, I think it was actually Kate Maloney who was first there. She what are you doing here? i well, I know. What am I doing here?
0: So this is my first game for nine on the weekend. So am I going to have to be there three hours early?
1: Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Get set. Another question. Mm. We say g'day to Loz via Instagram also. What advice would you give to your younger self?
2: Oh, that's a good question. What advice would I give to my younger self? Uh, My younger netball self, I would probably say... um, don't be so obsessed with playing center. I think a lot of girls, when they're younger, love certain positions and they don't really give the others a go. Did you see that um side note? Did you see that meme that's going around with like the wing defence young child who's yes, drowning? drowning. <laughs> I Which I thought was quite funny. I showed that to Simone this yeah. morning. Did she I like
1: showed it, it I, I showed it to my sister who played wing defence <laughs> and she's like, That Accurate. is so true. <laughs> she started to vent again.
0: Yes. Wing defences just can't let it go. No, it's a it's an
2: ingrained um Anger, unfortunately. And then maybe just to my younger self, um, sort of outside of Neville, I think it's just, um, I don't know, get involved, make friends. That's one of the things I think sport's given me is just a huge network of friends from all different walks of life, all different parts of Australia and Victoria, which I think you don't really get unless you sort of have um, like hobbies outside of school. So it might not be sport. It might be music. It might be, you know, I was in, I made it one year full of Cubs and then they were like, Joe's a bit um, energetic for this because apparently I just wouldn't sit
0: down the entire time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. I eh? know,
0: what a surprise. But you're right about the friendships that you mm. gave. We had Tash Chocolate, a former Vixen's player, we had her 40th on the oh, weekend. Yeah. And it was hilarious because all the old netball people in this room and the people that didn't know netball were just like, feel the history. Like you guys talking about stuff that happened back in 2000. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But it's so cool that you remain friends way past your netball career as you'll find when you get to your retirement how, age.
1: How old were you in 2000? Joe?
0: <laughs> yeah, how old were you? That was my first Vixens or Phoenix Premiership back then. I was six. Yeah. Okay, there I you know. go. <laughs> how do you how feel I... about that? <laughs> oh, <that's okay. laughs> I, I'm totally get that I'm old now. So, so Joey, take lot. us to this weekend.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the Giants, Melbourne Arena. 5pm. Yes. 5pm, be there or be square? It'll be yes. another big assignment for you and the ladies.
2: I think it'll be um, pretty tough. We were watching the Giants and Swifts game this morning, just a little bit of footage, and their shooting circle with Seabass coming back yeah. from injury obviously yeah. looks a little bit different. Mm. Uh, but Joe Harden and Kira have been sort of in that Giants system for a little while, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see that as an option as well in their shooting circle. Harden's a really tough opponent to play oh, on she because is so tough. I love playing against. I, I really know. like I so like competitive. Her, yeah. yeah. She's,
0: because you used to, I mean, I know she's a lot different. She's matured a lot now, mm. but I used to find when I played against her, you could really niggle her and get in her head oh, and yeah. then she'd crack it. And as soon as she cracked it, you were like,
2: yes, you re- got it. I remember playing on her at a pre-season competition a couple of years ago and I must have been playing goalkeeper at this point and MJ was playing shooter and I don't know MJ did some weird thing which probably was unorthodox and Joe
0: was like oh my god she's a psycho and I looked at her and I was just
2: like oh, you're just like a black kettle right now like, seriously
0: <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I was watching when the Giants um, last weekend was against the Swifts? Against the Swift, Kimmy Green. Obviously, we know she's got a bullet pass. Like you mm. can't take your eyes off her because you never know when she's going to feed it into the circle. But Jamie Lee Price, she yeah, that had bullet, some that was an amazing pass. Seabass, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. What do you do as a defender? Are you like you've obviously got to watch your own player, but do you make sure you're always watching them? A little bit. I think it's probably something we would fine tune coming up against the Giants and
2: knowing what their sort of attacking line likes to do. It'd be we're sort of looking at who they will have in the center. Like maybe they'll put Jamie back into wing defense and have someone else running in center. So it's going to be tough and it's King Green's 200th game as well. So there's probably a little bit to play for with
0: them as well. So what happened training this week? When do you start preparing for them?
2: Uh, we have a court work session tomorrow night and we'll have a bit of specialists there. So that'll probably be catered to some things we've got from last week to work on and also the opposition we've got coming up. And so. you've a-
1: already watched some tape, is that right? That w- yeah, I watched
2: the game on Sunday because you just can't get enough
1: yeah. As <laughs> in <laughs> watched
2: your game or watched Giants' watched the game? Watched their game live. Uh, yeah. And then we've sort
0: of, I've watched a few edits already of it, just of their centre passes and all those sorts of things. And so. then do you and M Mannix? And Renee, as a defence end, sit down and kind of talk through what you think together as a unit?
2: Um, A little bit, especially probably across the centre pass. Emily and Katie both went at training this morning, so I was the sole defender Mm. in our PA.
0: what were their excuses? I think they're just coming in a bit later. Oh, okay. A bit of flexibility. (laughs) Super flexible. You know, smoke. Now, I asked Lizzie Watson last week, who's the funniest teammate? And she didn't say me. She said, Katie, I listened. Yeah. Oh, did you listen? I said, it's me. Hey. Cool. I know. Watch out. We've got to be careful what we say about the girls because yeah. they start
2: listening. Well, I listened in anticipation. I wasn't sure what to expect. So oh, I was just trying to like to prepare myself. Yeah. I thought, oh God, investigative journalism.
1: <laughs> at its best.
2: <laughs> this is it. It's like 60 minutes. <laughs> so it's
1: who more, would it's you more like a current, current affair. affair. <laughs> 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 Hello to all my friends at ACA. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm you sure give they'll that listen, to
0: the funniest teammate.
2: <laughs> well, I find Emily very funny. We've got a very similar sense of humour, so I think we get on quite well. Who else do I find very humorous? Katie is very funny. And Some of the things she says, and she's a very humorous dancer. Which is, I mean, I wouldn't want to be described as a humorous dancer myself, it, and but
1: and fairly laid back, sort of a a person, so relaxed, off, oh, so off, relaxed. you know, just chill.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't know whether like all Jamaicans are chill, or whether she's just very like. She just, you know, takes it all on a stride. It does, nothing worries her. Okay,
1: well, so as an extension to Bianca's question, who's the most annoying team?
2: Yeah. Probably me. Okay. Oh, okay. It takes, it takes guts
1: to... Yeah. to throw someone else under the bus. <laughs> no, it def- I, would, I have
2: this bad habit, which I've been trying to get out of. You know, when you say like here, if you need, if you're on the transfer yeah. slide, like say you're Liz, if I'm, she's sort of looking to feed the ball, I'll be like, Liz. Liz, 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 and it just gradually gets like quicker and quicker, and I was like, "Yeah, that is very. Turn it down." Has
0: I asked, said, "If you passed Liz, it
2: to me, I'd stop." So,
0: okay. see, as goal offences, we just want to help any way we can, so we always need to keep Kering reminding and the attack end. Yes, yeah, I so. remember even when the goal shooter had the ball under the post, I was still going, "Hey guys, I'm, I'm here if you need goal assist." I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, but yeah, I, I have a pet hate. Hey,
2: yeah, say like I don't always go for a goal assist, but if it's there, you know it's To be had, and then you throw it to a goal here, and they pass it off or they refeed it. I was like, Now I've
0: just hey, got to that feed. That was my one glory moment. Had a goal and assist. You ruined it. <laughs> now <laughs> it's just a feed. Thanks. And my last question to you when you're warming up, who's the most serious person warming up? Because that used mm. to always be like a player that I'd have to not be around because I'd like to muck around and have a bit of a laugh during the warm up. Yeah, who's the most serious out there?
2: I don't know, I haven't.
0: Um, Is that what haven't too? been that, <laughs> no, I'm definitely, I feel like I'm more in the laid back, relaxed yeah. kind of side. I don't like to Can you please pay attention early. this week in the warm up, just to, so you can feed
1: well, that every, back to us? Who's every, the most every now and then where we stand on the, the corner of the mm. court, you sometimes sort of come into contact with... Oh. Get a ball well, in the yeah, back? Exactly. Oh. Ex- ex- exactly. There That's because I'm throwing it directly yeah. <laughs> at your head,
0: yeah. well, Please avoid my thumb this week, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, but well, um, gonna are they going to match? It? Oh, you're not in the sling anymore, but are they going to match it to your top? Because it could just, like, amalgamate <laughs> it. Like, okay. if you're wearing a purple top and a purple sling, no one would know.
0: Well, I'll wear white, maybe, just yeah. so it all goes into one.
1: <laughs> hey, it's been a pleasure, Joe.
0: Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. Hopefully we can have you back again sometime. That'd be nice. Good luck this week. And we look forward to seeing Weston's word of the week for the first time. Hopefully filming goes actually quite well this week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, good luck for the game and we will be back next week.
1: Here if you need. Here if you need. Here if you need.